We would like to acknowledge that this podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Boonwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We value their cultures, identities, and continuing connection to country, waters, kin, and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. I have nothing prepared for like starting this episode. Easy. Just, I'll do it. Twas the night before Christmas, and as dry leaves before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. Yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> That was the legit words. You know, I'm gonna that was legit words. I'm going to do the intro, but it's mm-hmm. just going to be the middle part of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Okay. Okay. I think that gets us around copyright. I think so. I think it does. Yeah. Or I'll change some of the words to... No, no, no. Don't tell me. Don't words. tell me. Change, okay. change four of the words. And four then when words. we come back, I'm going to try and guess which words you change. Because I don't know it off the top of my head. Okay. Oh, no. I'll go bleep, and you have to guess the words that I've bleeped. Oh, no. that That's hard. It's funny, though. Is it as funny as you saying, like, pancake? And then I'm like, well, it's that one. Okay. All right. All right. I can do that. <laughs> the stump of a pickle he held tight in his booty. <laughs> and the smoke... It encircled his head like a plate. He he had a stupid face and a little round belly that shook when he burped like a bowl full of jelly. There we go. There. I'm rich. Words. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm Richard. I'm James. (laughs) I'm James now. We watched uh, we watched two Christmas films, Tokyo Godfathers and The Nutcracker. In 3D. Uh, in 3D, although I didn't watch it in 3D. And that's popcorn. That's popcorn. Their behavior is not good. The matter stop you now, right there. Because... <laughs> the Swampties. One lamb kebab. I've abandoned my child. Now, give me money. Tell me, who sent you? Listen, mate, this is important. No, it's survivors. I, I thought you were real. That's popcorn. That's popcorn. Uh, I'm going to go with plate. Plate? Yes, plate is not one of the words. Uh, I'm going to go with, oh, I've already forgotten them. Pickle? Pickle's not one of the words. Uh, and then was there one that was like stumpy? Stump is there. Stump's real. Oh, stump is real. Stump is an actual word. Have I got two more words? Is that right? I've forgotten what I said. Yeah, yeah. me too. I, I did. I did too much. I should have just stuck to the two lines. I went with four. Should have I stuck went. to the two lines. Yeah. Um, I don't know how the hell I'm going to edit this, so I'm probably just not going to. So, okay. welcome yeah. to mean, another episode of That's Popcorn. This is our Christmas edition where we watch two Christmas films. Yes. Uh, and and they were they were both fun. <laughs> uh yes, yes, they were both fun. And they both have things to talk about. Certainly. For different ways. Certainly. Different ways. Different ways. Uh, do you, what do you want to go through first? Do you want to go through Nutcracker? Let's oh, go through actually, Nutcracker. i got a lot to say. Okay. Yep. i got a lot um, of thoughts. So. This was, this was a bad film and in classic James form. Um, I watched it and I didn't like it and... Kind of lost track of what the actual plot was because oh, good. it's bad. Okay. Well, okay. So then I crack a set in Austria? Yes, Vienna. Yeah. 
And so Elle Fanning plays... Mary? Mary? I want to say Mary. Yep. Um, and, uh, and not Colin Lane. That's Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane? <laughs> yes, It'd be Nathan better if it was Lane. Colin Lane. Nathan Lane uh, plays Albert Einstein, which I did not, did not, um, wasn't prepared for. Anyway, uh, so yeah, she, she's a little, I don't think she's like a princess. I think she's just affluent. Yes. Um, she has a brother, Max. She has a dad played by Richard E. Grant and a mother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these things, this is, this just all happened before I lost what happened. Yeah, yeah, just setting the scene. This is the real world yes. that, uh, that I'm, I'm setting up. And then they, uh, so Albert Einstein, who I think is just re- referred to as Uncle Albert. Um, yes. And then alludes to, there's a whole, oh yeah, it's a musical, by the way. There's a whole <laughs> song about relativity. Uh, it's maddening anyway um and and for some reason he's the only one with a german accent (laughs) (laughs) yeah because because of course um so elle fanning plays this this daughter of richard e grant and uh gets a toy from albert uh which is like a like a it's a nutcracker it's a nutcracker toy uh it's like the most terrifying toy you'll ever see it looks like something straight out of don't hug me i'm scared um and when she, I don't know, when she goes to sleep, no, she does some weird ritual or something. No, it yeah. starts talking to her. And then she yeah. does like a weird, weird ritual that involves like blowing up their pillows. <laughs> yep. And then it becomes big. Well, it became big. And then she became small. That's right. But as, as Uncle Albert told us, it is all relative, so... It's all relative. And that's kind of their way of just um, not explaining anything. <laughs> not explaining anything in the entire yeah. movie. Yeah, you're so, you're so silly, Mary. When are you going to understand? None of it actually matters. <laughs> um, yeah. And so basically it goes on this big kind of like Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz type thing where she goes to this fantastical world where the Nutcracker, NC, referred to as NC, never referred to as Nutcracker, I don't think. Um, if maybe, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think once, but then he goes, I hate it. In yeah. His horrible voice, his yeah. demon voice. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it goes to this fantastical world where there's like a rat king, um, who wants to ratify everyone. And by ratify, they mean turn into rats. Um, but they're not like fully rats. They're like people that have people kind of rats. rats appearance but then later we find out that they are fully rats they've just been like occupying a body into mostly humans it's stupid um (laughs) and yeah so we go we go through a a massive kind of hoo-ha of of there's a a fight um there's a fight there's motorbikes there's machine guns helicopters there's helicopters, that's right, with legs. Yeah, uh, leg, legocopters, as they're now known. a few more musicals. None of them are good. Um, there's racism. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's, just, just a little, there's, there's far too many references to the Holocaust set to happy-sounding oh music, which is very upsetting. Then, like, the full-on Nazi imagery. Like, so, yeah, instead so of the all SS, the rats are yeah. dressed as nazis and yeah. it's not even subtle it's, it's like not. these are clearly meant to be nazis yeah and they've got like rr instead of ss or something <laughs> and it's it's insane it's, <laughs> it's maddening it's, it's absolutely terrifying and and that's when i started losing the plot going am i am i falling asleep am i dreaming this or did somebody actually pay money and quite a bit of money to make this fever dream of a film because like so this is this is where i got a bit lost so like she goes up she gets small and then goes into the giant christmas tree and everything's happy and then she falls in love with nc i guess and then nc becomes a boy but then the bad rap queen had enough power to make him a nutcracker again and then so they had to go to the town where all the nazis were and then fight to do something 
But in, in all of that, there's like a big, there's a big part where they explain that in the rat town, they burn all the toys. No, they burn all the toys, but they also explain that the toys have souls. So the whole plot of the film is that all toys have souls, but then there's a clear picture of the Nazis, Nazi rats burning piles and piles of toys, like books, and everyone's mm. crying. And yeah. it's just awful to look at. Like it is, it is yeah. too close to what actually happened that yeah. was probably the worst point in history. And they've gone, oh, let's just put, um, like, we'll make it toys and put some jaunty music behind it and a weird musical number and it'll be funny. No, it's still the wrongest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and I don't know what came first. Like, were they like, I, wanna, I, want, I want to create, like, an analogy for Nazi Germany set in like a kid's film or I've got a kid's film. Maybe I can shoehorn Nazi Germany. (laughs) And either way, it's a bad idea. Yeah. (laughs) And then, I mean, they didn't go full, the full thing because the rat King looks more like Andy Warhol than, than the actual Nazi leader. John Turturro Uh, via Peter Capaldi is Doctor Who. Like, (laughs) it's so bizarre. And he's like a big muso and he does all these dance sequences. Bad songs and he's also got, in one scene, he has a shark behind him and the only reason he has a shark is for him to electrocute it. Yep. Yeah. And also the shark is the wrong size compared to anything else in the movie. (laughs) I mean, it's all relative. But this is clearly not because it's way it's bigger not. than None the rats. Is. So the rats are small, but they're big. And the Christmas tree is huge, but it's small. And Mary is normal size, but she's small, but also big at some points. Yeah. And I, it just makes no sense. It's really dark. The more I think about it, it's a really dark film. And it, creepy. Like when his hand turns into a human hand, I'm just like, ah, no. Didn't like no that. Thanks. Or when when Ratty Warhol um, gets angry and does the uh, face and his yes. face just goes all fangs and it looks like it. The thing, yeah, it does. And the thing that makes it worse, I think, is that they don't change the sound to match the face. So it's just <laughs> like a human John Turturro going, ah. But then there's like graphics awful it reminds me of that scene from annihilation have you seen annihilation yes with, uh natalie portman and everything and there's like this weird bear character that has like a human scream yeah <laughs> it's just like <laughs> this is the worst imagery to put into a kid's film as they're riding on motorcycles with machine guns although that's and, really cool. and just as you thought like when you go into it you go that nutcracker is the scariest thing i've ever seen like this goes oh well you haven't seen nothing you haven't seen andy warhol rat turn into a scary monster yeah yeah no i haven't um, um i did and, write and down why did he kill the shark um which is never explained because they set up the shark as if it's going to be like a you know austin powers bond yeah, type thing it's a torture gonna... thing All right, no yep. i've just got the shark to murder it in front of you <laughs> that's how i show how screwed up i am i wrote down uh john Turturro didn't just jump the shark he killed it that was good that was pretty good i'm glad you wrote that down thanks i'm glad i said it um (laughs) Um, look you did mention that it's a musical i think it is worth calling out that not one of the songs is remotely catchy no except for because it's all it's all like the original music from the nutcracker yeah but they've hacked in lyrics over it barely like I've, I've, it's, it's like they got like a bunch of grade two school children to like, can you do it? And they go, okay, these words don't fit, but I'm in grade two. So I'll just make them fit. Yeah. Is it's, they're they're not good at all. Um, and the other thing that I need to mention, which is, I found very odd is that obviously they're, they're setting the scene that it's Austria in the twenties. Yeah. By at the very start, someone walking past go, ah, oh, Dr. Freud, nice to see you. <laughs> and yeah. Dr. Freud is is standing there with his family. And then later on, he's mentioned again. It's like, oh, is Dr. Freud gonna be there? And yeah, I forgot uh, about Uncle that. Albert 
Uncle Albert goes, oh, I, I hope not. Like, they hate him. And I'm just like, all right, this is, like, this is obviously coming back into the story. Doesn't. No. No. Yeah, doesn't. I, I wonder if there is, like, a deleted scene around it, maybe, or... Well, I have a fun fact about Ooh. the actor who played Dr. Freud. Okay. He, this is his only acting credit. He's usually a lawyer for films, works on like the legal team for films, and he was in the legal team for The Constant Gardener. Oh! Ah, Amazing. That's a that's popcorn pear. Yeah, that's it. That's what we call them. Just pears. Nutcracker NC's got a bunch of toy friends. Yes. um, Including a clown and a drummer boy. Yes. uh, Which is definitely like a racist doll to begin with. Yes, Um, yes. Who's, uh, and then also a, monk, a monkey? Uh, and a monkey? Like, no. Was monkey. it just the three? Chimp- it was a chimpanzee. I feel like there's another one, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, been. I can't remember what it is either. First thing I want to mention is uh, John Turturro Warhol um, rips off the head of the drummer boy in one scene. Oh, yes, that's and terrifying. And just like shakes it around. And it's not like the human head anymore. It's like a weird giant doll head i guess and then puts it back on him that was awful um and the monkey is like it's very similar to the umbrella academy monkey yeah same same monkey um i'm pretty sure that character started as like a puppet right like a not a puppet but like a you know puppet animatronic costume type deal like a real thing mm. and then i feel like later in the film there's a ton more cgi <laughs> it's like face and i just i couldn't unless it was just really good at the start and i was just like oh that looks good and then later it just <laughs> um there is a bit where he, he gets hurt and he just he just says my bananas oh yeah he gets hit in the nuts that's right and and says my bananas and you're like that's never been a name for them yeah ever oh it's, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of CGI in the film, obviously, but one part that they didn't CGI was the drummer doing a cool little drumstick spin with his hands, so with the fingers, where but he's not actually doing it, he's just moving his hand left and right. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, you could have at least taught him how to do the, the drumstick twirl yeah. or CGI'd it in. No, he's just going, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> Yeah, and so there's, there's this sort of Wizard of Oz type kind of crossover where at the end of the film, she kind of comes out of it. It's all been like a dream, but then of course part of it isn't blah, blah, blah. Um, and there's a bit of kind of like, and you were there and you were there, but Richard E. Grant wasn't there. Yeah. But Why John Turturro was. So I'm like wondering, was there ever a p- point in production where they were like the dad and the rat King are going to be the same actor. And they that just would went, have made perfect sense. Cause, cause, yeah, cause Albert shows up, and because the um, mum is the is the Snow Queen, yeah, and the evil Rat Queen is the housekeeper. Yes, the alcoholic housekeeper. The alcoholic housekeeper. <laughs> um, yeah, and then yeah, Dad's not in it. Maybe you know what I reckon. God, I'm not sure which actor I hold, I hold in higher regard. But both Richard E. Grant and John Stewart are both good actors in my in my thoughts. At one point, one of them said, I'm not doing that other part that you want me to do. And they're like, okay, we'll just have to get somebody else. And I feel like Richard E. Grant, when he saw the Nazi costume he was going to have to wear, he went, you know what? You can get someone else to do this. (laughs) I've already recorded my bits, so I'm going to I've already done my bits. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I can actually, like... I can't. I can imagine Richard E. Grant doing that role, but I can't imagine John Turturro being the father, which is kind yes. of weird. Yeah, I can. And I never thought I'd imagine, or not even need to imagine, actually see John Turturro dressed as Andy Warhol, dressed as a Nazi, dressed as a rat. But no. here we are. Here we are. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, James. <laughs> I've written here as a quote: "You look terrible." Is that something that NC says to Elle Fanning's character? I think so. Oh, yeah. Yes. That ex- that's exactly what Towards happens. Towards the end? He says, you look terrible. And then she says, oh, well, I haven't had 
chance to get myself done up yet or something. Yeah, like, it was a weird sort of like adult line, but yeah, also Yeah, and awful. she's like fixing up her, her top and stuff. I'm like, you're 11. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like no one's expecting you to wear makeup. Oh, um, also, like Elle Fanning looked great. She's a good child actress, but there's at least five lines, if not more, in this film where I'm just like, that's that's the take they went with. That's Yeah. You don't want to just try it one more time, just, you know, make it sound like you're not just reading it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, she is a child, and yeah, this is a children's film about Nazis. Um, <laughs> that's that's there's right. Another, there's another line where she's like, I can't fly, and then, and I think NC or someone says, or oh, maybe it's the mother, how do you know if you can't, if you haven't tried? <laughs> I'm like, that's a... That's a terrible, that's a terrible <laughs> message to teach children. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, what more is there to say about this film? It's really awful. This is a film where you'd find it hard to recommend to anyone other than people who had a podcast because there's so much to take in and talk about and just be totally astounded that more than one person thought that at any point this was a good idea. Yeah, it's... It's, I mean, the idea, you know, make a Nutcracker film, it's not a new one. Not a new one. Um, and it's not maybe the worst idea ever. I just feel like the idea of have a rat kingdom of Nazis That's isn't great. probably when somebody's sort of gone, whoa, 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 let's just, let's just take our foot off the accelerator here, bucko. <laughs> Where, um, have you seen the ballet? No. How about you watch the ballet first, Bucko? Oh. And then, well, yeah, yeah. But this is Didn't the conversation they're having. You're in character. I'm in character <laughs> here. Come on, Bucko. Watch the ballet and then come back to me and see if you still think it's necessary to have Holocaust references in in the Nutcracker. And they come back and they go, oh, they just go to a sweet candy world and there's dancing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, maybe maybe don't need Andy Warhol here. No, pass on it. Um, yeah. There's a good bit of trivia here on IMDb. NC is both the initials of Prince Nicholas Charles and short for Nutcracker. Thank oh. you, IMDb. Thank you, trivia section. I, I did not pick no that no idea. <laughs> what other nuggets have you got on there? Uh, it's just, I don't know, James feel like there's even the people who submitted the trivia had given up at this point. Yeah, well, I feel like I had a lot more to talk about, but it's so underwhelming a film that I've just kind of blocked a lot of it out of my head. Yeah, there's a whole middle part that I'm pretty certain. Like, I can't properly remember why all of a sudden the younger brother was there. I just know he was. He, he woke up and found them and... And so he was like, are you a captain or something? And he's like, yeah. Uh, and then they joined him and then he immediately defected. Like, <laughs> they have yeah, motorbikes. That's right. It's like, they got motorbikes. Sick. Yeah. Um, and all that kid said, his entire role in the film was just breaking things and then go, I didn't break it. That's yeah. like all he did is annoying. An annoying kid character. It's worse than any other. We didn't talk about the kind of subplot of John Turturro's Rat King character of taking photos of crying children. Yeah, that's, that's weird. He's got that big artwork on his wall. Yeah, that does make him more Warholian. Um, yeah. Yeah, very strange. And like going up to kids and just like making them cry and then taking their photo. It's dark. It's such a dark film. It's, it's really, really dark. Like. At, at no point should any child see this. There, there will be children who did not have have had ongoing nightmares since seeing this film because their parents were just like, it's a nutcracker and it's in 3D. What more could? Oh, my God, it's in 3D as well. Yeah, and then they're just like, yeah, cool. Now I've just got scary rat man screaming at me and it looks like it's actually coming at me. Like, that's it's bad. There is a good Bad. scene. Uh, I say good. There, there is mm -hmm. a scene where they're um, they're chasing away on the motorbikes, and there's like the guy, the rat pilot dudes on their on their jets, and they're kind of weaving in and out of stuff. I thought that was that was kind of neat for a little bit, for just a yeah. Tad. 
Oh, okay. One scene that I've just remembered is when there's like the big factory where all the people are working in the factory for some reason. Mm. And then there's the guards watching over the people working in the factory. And then they obviously hate it there and they want to escape, but they don't. And then like the, the Nutcracker Prince pops up and then they go, it's the Prince and point at him. And then all of a sudden they have all the energy to overpower the three guards that are watching. Them. They're inspired. Is that how it works? You just need to see, like, couldn't one person just go, hey, it's the prince, and it wasn't actually the prince, and haven't they just watched, managed to escape? Haven't you watched Space Jam? It's just water. No, it's just water. It's just water. It's just water. There's, yeah, um, yeah and there was a distraction, wasn't there, where the, the drummer boy just started drumming or something yeah, to happen. distract the guards. And it it's just stupid. It's bad. Oh, the, the trailer the trailer made it look like a lot more fun than it was yeah and the synopsis was interesting but then once you're actually watching it you're like oh yeah there's more there's more of this <laughs> Elle Fanning obviously went on to play another Austrian uh, in The Great which is you know yeah. a weird connective tissue between these two films this is actually a prequel to The Great you can you can actually look at his character and be like, yeah, that's hundred percent her character. In the great. <laughs> it's the same kind of like vapid, <clears throat> hopeful sort of <laughs> like, why isn't the world so much better than it is? No. Um, except she's American in this for some reason. That's that's whatever that movie's called, The Nutcracker. <laughs> the Nutcracker, the Untold Story, which is what it was released on on DVD. Yeah, I'm going was... to the candy bar. No. Yeah, I'm gonna get, get. I'm going to the candy bar, and I'm gonna buy a bunch of nuts. That makes but, sense because I've cracked it, and I'm allergic. I just feel like it's the only way out <laughs> of this awful film. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I'm out of there. Uh, fun fun fact: I was looking up the people who played the monkey. There's three credits for the monkey. And okay. one of them, his whole like career has been playing monkeys. Is it a monkey? No. Are you sure? No. no I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Unless the monkey's name is Peter Elliot. Peter Elliot is the film industry's primary primate. I think it is. I think it is a, a primate. He's it's definitely a not a monkey. He also teaches animal study at London Central School of Speech and Drama. Could. <laughs> Imagine showing up to showing up to class and there's just like a gorilla behind the pulpit. The pulpit? I guess it's a religious class. Um yeah, Peter Elliott is film industry's primary primate. He works both as a performer in films like Missing Link and the Island of Dr. Moreau, and as a choreographer of other performers, as in Gorillas in the Mist and Congo. He also teaches animal study at London Central School of Speech and Drama. Okay, that's that's the most interesting fact I think we're going to get out of this movie. Gorilla expert in Congo is named Peter Elliott, and Michael Crichton has said he may have named him after Peter. Hasn't said he did. <laughs> <laughs> Just said, I might have. You'll never know. And then he died, and he took that to the grave, Michael Crichton. Oh. Trademark, frequently portrays an ape or an ape-like creature. Good old Peter, Peter Elliott. Is Peter Elliott. Isn't that someone else? Someone else has got that name, I'm sure. Sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it does sound familiar. Yeah. Peter Elliott. Sounds like a cigarette brand or something. Gary makes pajamas. That's it. I'm not That's going it. to the snack bar for this movie. It's closed anyway. Uh, Good. <laughs> we, we shut it off. We closed yeah. the cinema. If you're still watching Nutcracker, sorry, we'll be wrapping it up in 10 minutes. I know the movie goes for another 40. Uh <laughs> Trust me, it's good. It's this is the best option. Yeah, the the last forty minutes is where it all shines. Blah. What else did we watch, James? We also watched dun, 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 Christmas song. We watched um, Tokyo Godfathers. Yes, 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 we did. Tokyo Godfathers, uh, a Japanese anime film. First, first, is it the first animated film we've actually watched? Yes, it's the first it's one I've ever seen. First one you've ever seen. Until Man, now, like, I just thought live action. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, Why do these people that, look so flat? Yeah, they've got really cool makeup that makes them look 2D. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so hard. Um, Tokyo Godfathers, which was a delightful 
story about uh, three homeless people in Tokyo on Christmas Eve who find a bubby and then they try to get their bubby back to the parents. That's a short story. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's a whole bunch of things that happen and then they discover more about themselves and each other and the world that they live in. And by the end of it, you just feel like you've watched a delightful Christmas movie. Hmm. It's good. It's really it's good. Very good. It's what it's what a Christmas movie should be. No mention yeah. of Nazis at all. A barely a mention of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Yeah, I think it's set it's set on Christmas Eve, isn't it? Yeah, it starts off on Christmas Eve and then goes through to New Year's, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Oh no, I it doesn't. That's too long. That's too many days. I didn't track oh, no, the passage of time. Because I thought it was odd that that woman was getting married on Christmas Eve or potentially Christmas. That is odd. That but is I mean, odd. whatever. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not out of the realms of possibility. Um, and I know I just jumped to a middle part of that that film, but uh, that's the but thing it, that happens. It does happen, yeah. So we got the three characters whose mm-hmm. names I don't have on, on hand. Jean? Jin, Jin's who, the um the old or well, older grizzly man, older man, former um, bicycle racer. Although we find out, spoiler alert, we find out later that he just owned a bicycle shop. Yes, it's he's um, uh he went through some some gambling issues. He obviously has some addiction problems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, had a, a wife and kid that he said were dead, but they weren't. Uh, we've got Miyuki. Yes. Who is the, yep, Miyuki is the younger girl mm-hmm. who had uh, a run-in with her father and fled home. Mm-hmm. Um, and her and father's then, a police officer, right? Uh, yes. I think yes. Detective yes. or something. Yes, he is. Um, and she like stabbed him. She did. She she stabbed him right, right in the stomach, um, and uh, because he sold the cat, I believe. Yeah, got rid of the cat somehow. Got rid of the cat, and then Hana, who is a Hannah's transgender ex performer. Yeah, I think. Yeah, she she's the one who uh, immediately sort of takes the baby. She's always wanted to have a baby of her own. Says no, this is this is a Christmas miracle. It's my baby. We need to look after it. And the others are just like, we are homeless. We can't look after a baby. Well, they're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. The amount of times this baby should be dead is astounding. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it gets um, dropped a lot. But it's a really it's a really fun little film. And so the baby, they call it Kyoko, I think. Yep. And they keep good. running into Kyoko's on the way. Um, and then we find out that like he's... Uh, Jin's daughter is also called Kyoko and um yeah and so it, it starts off that they I don't know if it's one of the first things that happened but they like find a guy stuck under a car and they help him out from under the car and he ends yes. up being like some definitely some boss or something yeah um which I thought was hilarious and then there's a yeah there's a, like there's a lot of stuff that happens along the way it's like sort of one of those like sort of a lot of traditional Christmas movies are where it starts off with a bare plot and then mm. it's like, all right, here's a whole bunch of things that happen, which can go either way. Mm. It can be really terrible. It can be really good. This is thankfully in the second second bucket there. Um, but there's a lot of like, I didn't expect it to be so funny. I was really laughing at some scenes. When they first get on the train mm. and they're like squished onto the train and it's just like sort of a close-up of the three characters squished against the window. Yeah. I lost it. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, it's hilarious. And like the interactions between them, because they're kind of like mean to each other, but in this sort of like familial familial way. Yeah. Um because they're all a bit like they're all a bit broken. They're all a bit sort of, you know, down on their luck or something, but they they find this kind of connective tissue between each other and they get annoyed when the other person like doesn't actually help them out for something like a family would or something. And it's really mm. kind of yeah, it's done really well. Um, and the more you learn about these characters, the more you, they get like endeared towards you, even through all their faults. And yes. Flaws. And like, you know, meeting the the woman that looked after 
Hannah or something. The was it a foster mother or just a? I don't know if that was actually a foster mother or if that was just someone that worked at the bar or something. Yeah, someone was just sort of a, a run-in mum. Yeah, and I love the first time we meet her. She's in like full kind of drag get up and then when she's saying goodbye she's like not at all and kind of <laughs> you know homely um and just showing like all these kind of different sides to all these characters and stuff it's really good mm. i was surprised every time there was a boob on the screen like it shocked me like, <laughs> like there's there's multiple scenes of the baby getting fed and i was like oh did, didn't expect to see a boob that's right. There's a whole like assassination plot. I forgot about that. And then she <laughs> spends time with the the um, wife of the assassin. Yeah, that that's. And they that's don't speak each other's language, and it's like a beautiful yeah. scene, though. Yeah, it's just really, really nice. Again, like one of those one of those sort of parts where it's like I feel Christmassy. This isn't specifically Christmas, but I feel Christmassy because it's strangers caring for each other. Yeah. Totally. There was a very cool scene in this. I don't know if you noticed this, but I was reading about the film and there's this cool scene, very sad scene when Jin gets beaten up by mm. street hoodlums mm. um, who, who were very nasty. But the scene is shot sort of side by side, sort of like a classic beat em up game, but the windows and the building above it are like health bars. And oh, as, as, like, as Jin gets kicked, like the some of the windows shut off, like the lights <laughs> go off in the window, and then the the bad guy like does a kick but falls over, and then his goes down, but he gets up again and it lights up. It's <laughs> great. great. I'm like, that's such a cool background thing that like nobody would notice. Yeah. That um, just like little attention to detail, and actually that's probably what you need to point out as well. The movie looks amazing. Oh, like every gorgeous. background, there's just so much detail in it. It's, yeah beautiful the characters look fantastic yeah and you got these beautiful like matte painting backgrounds and stuff that they're set against and um and you feel like you just don't see animation like that that mm. like it, it seems to only come from japan i feel <laughs> like yes um everything you know kind of westerns all 3d and stuff now although this is 2003 so he's going back a bit although you know he's still getting an anime from japan Glorious look at the one. The one question I have it is the very last scene on the credits when the Tokyo Tower starts dancing. <laughs> yes, that that just seemed really odd. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, um, huh? <laughs> I feel like that happens a lot. Not like specifically buildings dancing, but like the movie will be over in an anime, and then something strange with the <laughs> credits will happen. Quite often, it's like a karaoke thing where like ninety percent of the the song is in Japanese and then there's one line that's in English. <laughs> it's like, you're so good and nice. And then it goes back into Japanese. <laughs> um, but yeah, the dancing buildings, it's fun. Whatever. It, it is fun. And I can't remember. It's like, a, it's, is it a Christmas song that they're doing it over and over it? Or is it like all the anxiety or something? It's like a traditional song, but it's oh, got okay. Japanese lyrics over it. I don't recall. Yeah. Although it did, the the movie did open with I think Silent Night in Japanese. Yes, and Nat loved it because she's like, I know this, <laughs> singing along in Japanese. They, <laughs> they cut it off early. She's like, no. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, great. That's it. Uh, I did look at, so I was interested in the movie and what other um, films the, the the guy had made. Mm -hmm. His name is Satoshi Kon. Uh, mm -hmm. He was the director. Uh, unfortunately, he only made four films. I was working on his fifth, and he died in oh. 2010. Um, but his other films, uh, this is meant to be his, this is his normal, normal film, because his other ones are a bit crazy. There's Perfect Blue, which oh. I haven't seen, but I've heard quite a bit about, which yeah. apparently. I've wanted to say that. Um... influenced quite a few other uh, I think it had a big influence on maybe, I want to say Requiem for a Dream, but I might be Yeah, wrong. I think it's got like a horror vibe to it or something. Or... Yeah. And <sighs> then... Yeah, no, you're going to say it. And then this other movie, Paprika, which looks absolutely banana bonkers. And oh, I love Paprika. It's such a good I, film. I cannot wait to watch it. It looks so much fun. 
Yeah, I watched it, I think, shortly. Actually, no, I might have watched it before. When did Inception come out? Duh. I remember talking about it with in Inception because um, it's all about dreams and stuff. Yeah. Paprika, and it's just, yeah, it's it's good. Oh, that makes so much sense. I didn't realize it was the same person. Yeah. Um, and now I can totally see it because they're both amazing looking films. It's great. Yeah, Paprika's great. You'll love it. You'll have no idea what happened. In fact, I might watch it again. <laughs> Maybe we'll awesome. do that for the next episode. <laughs> Other fun facts I found out about this movie is that I'm going to have to look it up now. And I probably should have prepared. But I didn't. Yeah, me, me too. Give me a second. But well, I had while it. you're doing that, do you remember the ambulance crashing into the... Um, <laughs> wherever they are i can't remember where they are and <laughs> the guy gets out of the ambulance and says can someone call an ambulance <laughs> great love it no i can't um can't give you the answer that i'm looking for i had a really ah oh, here we go i got it i got it i got it so when they did the english dub of this oh yeah um they get the, the voices um the voice they went for hannah is uh this woman named Shakina Nafak and I heard a rumor and now I can't find any proof um that she also did the voice of Big Gale in South Park but I think that might have been a uh reddit fact that I didn't <laughs> Maybe that I didn't verify before doing but um she played Lola in Difficult People if you've seen Difficult People, it's a good show. She plays Lola, who works at the cafe. Right. Is she transgender? She is transgender. Okay. So, um, decent casting. There. Oh, right. In the dub. Sorry. I was thinking the Japanese. In the dub. In the dub. That's right. Yeah. Got um, yeah. Yes. But, yeah, I don't... I think I did fall into a Reddit trap of reading something on the internet, not verifying it and believing it as fact. So good. Did you did you watch it in Japanese or with a dub? I watched it Japanese. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm not good at watching the the dub ones. I don't like the dub ones. No, it's not. It's never as good. Um, although there are like so many voice actors out there, kind of just doing these Japanese movie dubs and making a whole career out of it and people know them and stuff and i feel kind of bad i, I think the only one i have watched is porco rosso because michael keaton does the voice of porco rosso, rosso in the dub and that's oh, really? amazing casting <laughs> that's cool I'll tell that's you that. that's perfect do you remember the cabbie the cab yes. driver <laughs> he comes up again later <laughs> and hannah's just like kind of like sweet talking him the whole time just sweating yeah he's just sweating i really wanted to like end with them like together or something <laughs> like really happy yeah. together or something but how, how um, did it end other than the than the dancing tower they became the godfathers that's right oh hence uh, the name. and she reunited with her father that was like literally the last shot i think yes that's right um and I think it panned across to their bag. That's right. And there was like the lottery ticket in the bag. So you knew that they were going to win the lottery. Oh, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, there was the, the lottery ticket. The one, 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 like a fantastic character there mm. is some pretty awful language at the start i'm just like oh what have i got myself into um that's not a word that we say yeah and even when we were talking about last week like the synopsis that we read out said it was like a drag queen yes and having watched the film i'm like no this is like a trans person <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, that's right i think um I, although one thing i did read was that apparently um this was handled incredibly well for a Japanese film from this time. Where oh, from, at, I think from now. <laughs> even from now, yeah, because it's just like very traditionally, it's like, oh, that's a, that's a boy dressed as a girl. This is a funny character. And it's just, that's the entire joke. It's just yeah. joke characters. But this, you know, Hannah was an excellent character, as you said. Like, I mean, they're all, they've all got a level of depth, which 
was uh which is nice it's not just the alcoholic the teenager and yeah. the transgender woman yeah and you kind of feel for all of their stories yes um the oh when 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 Jin meets the um father yes yeah the father of the kid although it's not actually the father of the kid is it no it's the father it's the Partner it's the husband of the of woman the who woman stole the kid. Stole the also, that scene's great where they're just walking past and oh, it yeah. doubles back. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. It's so good. Well, because I was really dark. But... I wasn't sure what was going to happen because they're walking along the bridge and then you see these pair of legs in the background climb up on the bridge and I'm like, are they just going to leave it there? Is this I thought just it was like just a weird be a Easter egg that yeah. only I noticed? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love that they kind of just walk past and they're like, huh? <laughs> Um, but that when, when Jin meets that partner and his face, that partner's face throughout the entire scene is just like melted. <laughs> you notice that? She's always like, ah, yeah. and I'm He's like, oh, love how this is animated. Cause it's like, just, it's, it's like, cause it, you, they, they reveal his space and it's like messy and it's pizza boxes and stuff everywhere. Well, there might not be pizza boxes. I don't know. I just, in my memory, there are pizza boxes. <laughs> And then, like, even the character, the way it's animated is, like, slobbish. It's sloppy, yeah. It's really it's really clever. And the door, do you remember the door to the... Well, they go to the... They find the house and it's been, like, demolished. <laughs> and they find that... Then they're like, oh, this is the house. And he goes outside and <laughs> unlocks the door and comes back through. Just, like, the empty door, the broken door. And then it falls over. That's very good. Um, no, I, I very much like this, and I think I would like this to become a staple Christmas movie in my life. Like this would be one that I would happily go past, and like everyone's like, "Oh, I gotta watch. We gotta watch Die Hard at Christmas." I'm like, "No, no, and not. You might as well watch Jurassic Park if you're gonna watch Die Hard because they're stupid." Uh, stupid not, not christmas not christmas they're stupid not christmas they're good at 364 days of the year an extra day or two days if it's leap year it's yeah. just stupid tokyo godfathers works at christmas works away from christmas yeah it's not so much it's not so much that it's not christmas like tokyo godfathers could be not about christmas mm. you know it's still say this is an end of year yes. film because it's like that sort of um, that that coming together of family, that uh, like warm spiritedness of the yeah. season. Whereas Die Hard is like a bloody action film. There's shooting and singlets. Ugh. Ugh. Um, and I think there's even a line in this where it's like, oh, it's coming up to the end of the year. Um, that's when like you close off all your your chapters or something might not have even been this film might have been something else i just read because it is getting towards the end of the year but it fits for this because they're all there's a sense of closure in all their lives yeah <laughs> there we go we'll go with it it's definitely in this film. Don't it's in this it. movie if um if you don't see it it's because you've got a weird weird translation yeah got, yeah it's yeah. your problem it's, it's your, your fault, fault. <laughs> <It's not mine. laughs> We didn't talk about the baby itself. Very cute. Very cute yeah, little baby. It's got a good face. Especially when both of the babies, like the assassin's baby. Yes. And the Kyoko baby are like sleeping next to each other on the bed. Did you see that in the little background? In the little background. In the little background. In the little background right there. That was very cute. It's so oh. cute. I, I'm, I'm glad that the baby wasn't the baby from the opening shot because it opens up on a shot of a, a baby, like the doll as part of the nativity of the Christmas play. Oh, and that gave me a fright. That's got a scary face. You don't like that baby. Oh, well, you're going to hate Paprika. <laughs> <laughs> if, you hate, if you hate scary babies, get ready, mate. <laughs> Bloody get ready. Um, I think I think we should watch Paprika. <laughs> And just come back and talk about it. Yeah. Little little bonus. We'll see. Um, you're at the candy bar? 
Yes. What are you going to get? What am I going to get? Um, <laughs> You'd think after 19 episodes or whatever we've made, we'd prepare for this. It bit. still still shocks me. <laughs> um, some bread and some soup because some bread and some bread and soup. some soup because that's what they were eating at the start of this movie, and it looked like they enjoyed it. Yeah. What else did they have? They had some other food, didn't they? Um. Yeah. Some food. Some yep. soup. Some bread and some soup. Bread and soup. Bread and soup. Bread and soup. Um, I'm gonna eat a bloody um cake. <laughs> yes, <laughs> bloody cake. It's my favorite. Bloody cake. Maybe some uh, warmed up milk. I'm gonna eat. Uh... <laughs> okay, I'm tracking through the film. I'm just trying to find any food. <laughs> um. Do you remember the whole scene about like, uh, oh, the only reason I yelled at him when he was talking to his uh, daughter was so that I could like disconnect from him. And there was this whole parable about him as like, uh, as Hana as like this big blue God thing and Jin as like a red God thing. I don't know. It was just. Oh, that's right. Out of nowhere (laughs) as they're walking away. It's before the kind of um, suicide attempt scene. And yeah, I was like, ah, oh, okay. I think you maybe went a bit too far though. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, whatever. Good on you. Just so I can be sure as well, just before we close up on it, um, when the Spanish people spoke, you didn't get subtitles, did you? No. Good. No, I didn't. Did I? Yeah. I think we I, were I, not I, meant I think to that was intentional. It. Yeah. I liked how the assassin, when she came out the door yes uh took the wig off completely changed like different not person. just different like, person <laughs> full beard <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like, 18 like, yeah wide. all of a sudden the jaw goes out and it's looks like, like looks like hagrid from harry potter <laughs> put the wig on looks like mary from the nutcracker yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's the kind of cool stuff you can do with animation i guess which is neat yeah um I can't, I can't find the scene now, but it doesn't matter. He also, he, he gets like brutalized by those kids. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, upsetting. That's it. That's, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. What else have you been watching? Um, what else have I been watching? I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, I didn't. That's a lie. Just, just one of those lies. I watched The Last Crusade the other night. Ah, uh, yep. Is that the Sean Connery one? It is the Sean Connery one. Yes. Um, is that why you watched it? Because it's the Sean Connery one? Yeah, because you love Sean Connery. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just on that. So when he passed away recently, my mum sent a message saying, rest in peace, Sean Connery. James, you are a gentleman like he was. And I'm like, ooh, that's an insult. That's That means I'm not a gentleman. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you might want to re-look at some of those early James Bond films and just wonder if he really was quite the gentleman you think he was. Because as soon yeah, as no. you watch it with a fresh set of eyes, you go, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Didn't he say on record that, like, yep. some women deserve to be slapped or something yeah and quite recently like this wasn't like in the 50s mm. Mm. like and the he best... didn't didn't back down on it it's just like you the best Gosh. thing to come out of sean connery is uh is the saturday night live sketches a hundred percent that is <laughs> definitely the best uh i imagine <laughs> they haven't aged very well either but whatever <laughs> yeah they're still but they're funny they're intentionally funny that's right uh, but look that indiana jones film is is still a good one it still holds up and even sean connery is kind of nice and it's cute and it's a lot it's a lot funnier and mm. a lot cheekier than i remember when i first watched it it's mm. been a while since i saw it but mm. yeah not bad yeah i don't mm. I, i've definitely seen it it's like a young indie in it like as a kid yeah at the start river phoenix playing that's right indie uh, it's got the cool chase on the circus train. That's he a good falls scene. Into like, it's just fun. Yeah. 
Um, I watched, I've been watching The Mandalorian, which is fine. Um, and getting mad about like how terrible Star Wars is overall. Um, like all the sequels and stuff, uh, and, and the prequels and everything, just everything Star Wars terrible, except for droid works, which was a video game that came out in like the nineties where you made droids and it's bizarre and i i kind of want to play it again it reminds me you remember we talked about simcopter on that's game yes um <laughs> that's game corn um <laughs> well that this is as weird and bizarre as that um but what i did watch i watched the call last night on netflix what's the call um out no, no, no. uh yeah that's that good that's a good response um the call is a south korean uh horror film probably didn't need like do i need to say south korean if i I say korean horror film would you ever think it's a north korean horror film well no but that will be saying it's a film from dakota that's true yeah that's it and there's people that fought in wars to not confuse north and south dakota yeah that's true I hate it when people say, uh, hey, you live on, you live in. <laughs> Boo. That's not even going in. I don't want people to know. Where I, <laughs> I don't want Annie and, and Natalie to know where I live. Um, but it's called The Call. It's called The Call. And it is a horror film where a woman. Um, goes into a house and there's a phone there, like an old landline and it rings and it's connected to the past. And she talks to a woman in the past and things happen and it's a horror film and it's awful, but it's, it's all right. It's an all right it's film. It's awful, but it's all right. I mean, yeah. it sounds a little bit like the lake house. I haven't seen the lake house. Starring our favorites. Um, our favorite couple from Speed, Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And he has a house and has a magic letterbox that communicates with the past. I thought that was like November Man or something. Am I? No, I, I could be wrong. <laughs> no, um, no you, you're probably not. But isn't there another? Oh, no. The November Man is definitely not what I thought it was. <laughs> That's uh, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> As a CIA operative. What am I thinking of? Isn't there a Keanu Reeves movie where it's like something or like... There's one called like Sweet November. Sweet November is a Keanu Reeves film. No, I think that's about somebody... He falls in love with somebody who's dying. Fair enough. no time travel in that movie. I mean, there is some time travel. It's just forward. Just forward and and at regular speed. At regular speed. (laughs) um cool i i guess i always thought that was the same film um <laughs> yeah maybe it's the same um is that a horror film that one mm, it's horrible <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah much the same uh yeah no it's it's good it's got um i don't know if it's just i, I kind of wonder whether parasite has influenced or like encouraged people to pick up south korean films a bit more because I've okay. noticed, like, there was also Alive, which has the same actress on Netflix. Um, and, yeah, they, you know, they've got decent... Well, they look like they have decent budgets and they're mm. shot really nicely. And, yeah, I'm just wondering if, like, you know, South Korea is like, hey, people are interested in our films outside of South Korea. Now's the time. Put some money into it. Yeah. Which made me go, like, hey, if only Australia did that. <laughs> Apparently we That's... put some money into our films. It didn't no, just no make chance. The, make the discarded Marvel films or Pirates of the Caribbean 19. But, you know. Yeah. What can you do? Cool. Cool. Well, What's next, um, Richard? Thanks, What's next on our plot? James. Um, well, we're going to go watch Paprika. Uh, <laughs> talk about babies. <laughs> talk about scary babies. Um, I don't know, man. What do you want to do next? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something out. Um, Go back to another couple of years. I could I could select a year if you want. Random number generator. We'll do it now. And then we've got it in the bank. 
1989. Ah. Have we done 89? I don't think we have. No, we have not. Just before um, the Roaring 90s. Just before the Roaring 90s. I was but a mere one-year-old. I was butter. You were butter. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I can't believe I'm not six. That's what I was saying in 1989. <laughs> I can't believe I'm not six. <laughs> Um, uh, we're we're going to end this podcast like we end all of them. Yeah, that's it. With just nonsense. Just nonsense. Uh, thank you for listening to That's Popcorn over the last many years. This is the final episode. <laughs> <laughs> Before the next one. Ah, got him. Ah, got him. That's got Christmas fools. Christmas fools. Uh, if we don't talk to you soon. Then we'll talk to you later. Uh, <laughs> yep. I've been Rich and he's been James and that will be the case. I can't remember. Right. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's what we say, everyone. And to all a good house. And to all, and to all four walls, a good house for thee. Uh, from my name, Rich, and my friend, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Bennett. Um, I don't know how to wrap this up, so bye. Cop shops that way. Cop shops? What? That's the end. Uh, That's it. Uh, Pineapple. Um, I need to go soon because I have another thing to do.